Hey everyone, welcome to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I'm a sex and intimacy coach and a psychologist, and I've spent the last 30 plus years helping people to create hot and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. And on this show, we are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. So today, the letter is F, and F is for fucking. The word was first used in around 1475 and originally meant, according to different people, either striking, rubbing, or having sex. It is traced alternatively to Germanic, French, and Flemish roots. So joining me to talk all things fucking is Susan Bratton, author of 27 books, including Sexual Soulmates, Relationship Magic, Dirty Talk, and How to Be Instantly Hotter and Sexier, publisher of titles such as the Steamy Sex Ed Video Collection, The Passion Patch, and Revive Her Drive, television celebrity, YouTube star, Instagram influencer, spokesperson, and advocate for sexual wellness, passionate lovemaking, and bedroom communication skills. Susan Bratton is a phenomenon in the world of pleasure and connection. Welcome to the show, Susan. Lori Beth, I feel so lucky that I got F is for fucking. I mean, how great is my life that I get to do this show about fucking with you? Because I have to say, of all of the sex techniques that are taught, nobody teaches fucking well. It's like everybody can teach you oral sex tips and blah, 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 but nobody's telling you how to do fucking really well. And that is an exciting area of conversation, especially because you've been a sexpert twice as long as I have. So I'm Ah. looking forward to learning some many things from you too, my friend. So one of the things that I find so cool about this topic, I I agree with you, very few people actually teach fucking. Although I was at Sex Down South in Atlanta this past weekend, and there was a woman there who was teaching um, dick sucking. And I have to tell you, I've I've been doing that for over 40 years, and I learned something in her class. What'd you learn? That tells you how good she was. Um, and, or, or that I wasn't very good, but I don't think that's the case. Um, and on top of that, she had teaches a ride him class, mm, yeah. which is a class I would love to take because not only we don't, don't we teach fucking, but we also don't teach women in particular, how to be comfortable being on top. Yeah. And the vast majority of women feel self-conscious. It's not even that they don't get the movement. They feel completely self-conscious climbing on top of a man. Well, I think it's funny that when you say, when you say the word fucking, a lot of times you think, okay, that's the masculine domain. He's the fucker. But um, more and more women are asking me, what do I need to do to blow his mind in the bedroom? And I tell them that fucking him is a learned skill like everything, orgasm, oral, et cetera. You're always learning. If you like sex, you just keep adding to your repertoire of moves, of skills, of communication techniques, of levels of comfort and communication. And so uh, I have recently been teaching myself to fuck very well, not to be fucked, but to fuck. And I'd love to talk to you about both sides of the fucking coin, the penis side and the vulva side, um, and who's in charge. So we should definitely talk about, you know, kind of all the quadrants of fucking. So who's in charge is always an interesting one for me. So um, I think one of the things um, that women often think is that if they're being receptive, so they're the fucky, as it were, because they're being receptive, they don't feel that they can be active as well. So you end up with this sort of passive receptivity as a kind of standard, um, which can work for some things, but active is also very good. Well, I mean, I love to just lie there and get fucked. That is one of my favorite things in the world is to just literally do absolutely nothing except allow my body to respond in whatever way my body wants. And uh, I never... I never force a moan or an orgasm. I allow them to be brought forth, to uh, to bubble up out of me. 
And so I never want to say that there's anything wrong with just being com- literally completely <clears throat> passive. That's one way to fuck. And it's a nice one. When your partner knows how to just take you and you don't have to do anything, that's luxury fucking at the highest degree. <laughs> I love that luxury fucking, you know, it it is pretty wonderful, but but as you were saying earlier, I mean, you can actually be incredibly active. Um, and, um, and there's not just being active where he's still, or she's still, because you can be fucked by lots of kinds of gender, not have to be attached to a male. Yeah. Um, so it's not just about being receptive. You can be active and you can be very active depending. What are your favorite positions for being active? Well, one of my favorites, yeah, I, I was thinking about that. There's kind of the the two people meeting in activity where you're just kind of like flowing together and really both um, stepping into connection. And then there's the he's passive and you're in control. And then there's the, or whatever, I'll just go he and she. And when I say that, I'll do it like it's masculine feminine, because I do think there's always a nice polarity Mm-hmm. category, you know, like having polarity is good. I mean, it's, and it gets, I think it gets a little, I don't know, uh, difficult in the languaging to always constantly being, uh, you know, managing to gender spectrum. So I don't want to be dinged for that. I'm very aware of it. I'm very gender spectrum myself. But when I say man, woman, I'm usually talking penis, vagina, penis, vulva owner, but I'm open to all. So I want to just like get that right down on the table because I do want to tell you about a new vibrator, um, like a dildo type, um, pegging vibrator product that I'm really excited about for two women or for a woman to peg a man. So I do want to talk about that too, but parking lot that for later in the show. Uh, so my favorite sex positions, one of them of course is cowgirl, me on top facing my partner, my male body partner. And I have been really working on getting myself off on his cock while I'm on top and essentially just doing, exploring what feels good to me in that position Mm -hmm. where I'm essentially just feeling my way along in my turn on to what's going to feel the best to my own arousal while simultaneously giving my partner a lot of variety of sensations. So some really long strokes and then some almost like short, almost like twerking the tip of this kind of strokes that drives one of my partners totally crazy. Um, so I do like that. So girl on top where he can play with my breasts, where we can make out. I really like, I also really like it when I'm on top like that and my partner holds my hips and thighs in his hands and he bounces me up and down on his penis so that I'm actually getting like an assist if you will. Right. You know, because your knees get <laughs> tired, your hips you get uh, old, depending, you know? <laughs> depending on your age, your knees really get tired, right? They do. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say that's one of my favorite positions for me being active. And my f- favorite passive position, my favorite passive position is probably missionary, where I'm just kind of like, being held down a bit and being almost overwhelmed, being made out with, being fucked by my partner, looking in each other's eyes, like him just really taking me on this incredible ride, a lot of variation of thrusting. And I want to share my new sex technique. It's a free sex technique called Thrust in Time with you as well on this show, because I think it's one of those things that really helps women who can't orgasm from penetration yet learn how to... uh, uh, as I call it, cross the gasm. <laughs> so cross the orgasm chasm, you know? 
crossing the gasm because I truly believe that orgasm is a learned skill and there's 15 time types of orgasms for men and women, male and female bodied people. We can, we're all so massively orgasmic. We just need to learn what to do and how to get there. And we need a map to the territory. That's a lot of what I do. It's like, I go out there as the orgasmonaut into orgasmic deep space. <laughs> and then I bring back the, you know, the architectural drawings and I'm like, okay, here's how you get there. So I do like off the edge of the bed, me lying on my back, my butt right up at the edge of the bed, my partner standing, facing me, holding my legs up, fucking me. That's also a crowd pleaser for me because I can use a vibrator on my clitoris while he fucks me. And I love that. That's a really great position, um, but, it's, but, but it's one that can be difficult depending on the size of your partner. Um, yes, and so awesome. that's something that, you know, that's something that like we talk about and we don't talk about. So we're going to talk about that today because I think it's an important thing to think about when you're looking at how you want to be fucked and what kind of fucking you want. There's huge differences depending on the size of your partner um, and also depending on your size and body shape as to yes. the positions that work best. We're only a few minutes from break. Before we go to break, I just wanted to mention um, the beautiful new toys available at Zalo USA. Their range, um, UKPO Doll Series, is a luxurious range of BDSM toys and accessories. There's an absolutely amazing collar and lead and an incredible ball gag, which actually has a rose in the center. It's really beautiful. Um, there's a leather and thorn and a leather and lace handcuffs and two dragon tail whips that are exquisite as well as a lovely riding crop. If you want more information, it's Zalo USA. That's Z-A-L-O-U-S-A.com. I've tried the ball gag and the collar and lead and some pictures will be found on my Instagram story on the weekend of the 15th and 16th of September. They will be in the story. They will not be there permanently. So if you want to actually see this, you're going to have to catch my Instagram story this weekend. Um, I tried them at um, MSC in Virginia, and they're really, really, really lovely. When we come back, we're going to pick up with positions and also techniques so that you get the best fucking of your life. (laughs) That's what you want. You want consistently good fucking, no matter how you're fucking and with whom you're fucking. So we'll see you in a couple of minutes after some word from our sponsors. What is your level of sexual expertise? Want to find something new? Listen for Sisters of Sexuality every week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. There's no judgment here. And every topic is safe and sex positive, so we'll explore them together. It's time to push your sexual boundaries and try some new experiences with your hosts, Taylor Sparks and Parish Michelle Blair. You won't want to miss a single show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? 
it's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. This is the second segment of F is for fucking. And I am with the amazing Susan Bratton. And we're talking about fucking. And before the break, um, we were talking, the last thing we were talking about was this position thing with being with your butt at the edge of the bed and your partner standing in front of you. And this works whether you, whatever gender you are, this is a good position. It works very well. It also works really well if you both have a little bit extra in the tummy area and you find um, missionary position difficult because of the padding. It's a good position to give you that closer to missionary feel without running into the padding issue. Um, I just, I just think it's, it's a lot of fun. And as you mentioned, Susan, the vibrator thing is also fantastic because it gives you the opportunity to have a, a clitoral stimulation at the same time as you're having penetration, which is always wonderful. Yeah. Can I tell you about that vibe? I'm really interested in trying. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, so I recently went to Bremen, Germany, and I visited the Fun Factory. I've been mm-hmm. looking for body-safe, super-premium sex toys because mm-hmm. there's, so, there's such an infiltration of Chinese products that oh. are very low quality and not body-safe that I wanted to get myself behind, and, and I'm not paid by this company at all. Um, I just like to recommend super-premium products. And... Um, they're kind of like the Porsche of sex toys and they have uh, sex toys for all gender. And um, one of the things that I recently got was something called a share vibe. And it's essentially, it's, um, it's like a strap on, but you don't put it in a harness. It's like a double ended dildo, but it's mm-hmm. curved. So you're able to insert it into your vaginal canal and grip it with your vaginal canal, which I think is a really good thing for keeping your vaginal tone. Because um, when you're fucking, if you can squeeze your partner's cock, or you know, if they're penis body, um, squeeze their cock, that's really nice, but it also helps you connect the contractions all the way up from your yoni to your mouth, that whole, you know, tube that is orgasmic. A lot of people don't understand that you can have full body orgasms from <laughs> going, for, you know, having mouth orgasms all the way down to you know, vulvagasms. And so squeezing that is good. And then it comes out and it curves up a little bit so that you can both um, fuck your girlfriend, fuck your vulva owner, or you can peg your partner. And uh, I really like that combination of that there's a really nice, rumbly, heavy German vibrator in that thing that gives you vibration and them vibration at the same time it transfers to the ends of each piece of it and that is a really nice looking product and um i can't wait to try that on my girlfriend that should be (laughs) fun yeah yeah and, and there was another thing that i was also thinking about and that is that for penis owners um i think that porn can portray fucking as just kind of like this piston in and out thing. And I think that is particularly difficult with circumcised men. Uncircumcised men have that nice kind of tube of foreskin flesh that floats in the vaginal canal, where men who've been circumcised don't have that. And they create more friction. And as women, especially as we age and our vaginal mucosa starts thin, we can't take that kind of in and out pumping, especially not in the beginning. And I noticed that generally men being more testosterone dominant, they are very penetratively oriented. They're ready to like get that dick in and go. Because that's a lot of what they see on porn is that type of thing. And um, I think generally for women, especially women who are either more delicate or not not warmed up or they don't easily orgasm from penetration, that using this technique, I want to tell you about the Taoist thrusting technique. I call it thrust in time. And I'll give you a free ebook where I've written the technique out. 
um, you just go to thrustintime.com and it'll take you there. Uh, so you can read the whole thing. But that particular technique, it what it does is it, it's basically a count of 10. And it really helps slow him down. It mm-hmm. helps build her arousal. And it keeps them very connected in a more mindful fucking practice. Um, the notion is that you start out with um, nine shallow strokes and one long, deep stroke. And the shallow strokes are, and it's very slow. It starts out very slow and then it builds in its pace. Mm-hmm. And the slowness, I think, really also helps men who have performance anxiety or who are always worried about premature ejaculation coming too fast. It helps them kind of slow down and really get present with the feelings they're feeling while they're inside her. And it allows her to slow down and feel the feelings in a more, again, luxurious way, a more mindful way. And then after he does nine short strokes and one longer stroke, so he's not plunging right in her. She's kind of getting warmed up and teased a little. Then he does eight short strokes and two deeper strokes. And then seven with three deeper strokes. And then six shallow with four deeper strokes. And usually by the time you get to five and five, she's begging you to give her more deep strokes and you don't do it. And so then it's like she wants it even more. So she reaches for it. So it helps her create a level of arousal that she's not getting when he's just sliding right in and starting to pump away. Well, so what's, I, what's really interesting to me about that is that, you know, the, it's the first third of the vagina vaginal canal that is the most sensitive. So those shallow strokes are really hitting that that most sensitive area, which which makes sense to me that would build the arousal quicker. Whereas when you go in deeper, particularly if there's any discomfort, you kind of override that arousal by, by hitting the discomfort. And certainly for women who have had um, any issues with fibroids, endometriosis, any problems as they've gotten older, menopause and changes in the cervix and stuff, that's definitely something that sounds to me would make it much easier for them to, to, to actually engage and really have a great time instead of feeling like oh, it's going to hurt. You know, so there's that pullback. Yeah, um, there's two things I want to say about that. One is, I don't know if you've seen that product called the O-Nut. Yes. Uh, have you seen fantastic. that? It's like a bumper. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. And and that's so everybody who doesn't know what that is, it's a bumper. It, it's got four different pieces to it and basically is to make it possible to change the size of the penis and the depth of the penetration. So if it's too uncomfortable when it goes in too far, you've got this soft, squishy thing around the bottom that makes it basically not go in as far and you're both still having a grand time and you're getting rid of the pain. And it's fabulous. It's an absolutely fabulous tool. Love it. Yeah, it's like a it's like a bumper for the base of your cock, so you can't yeah. slide in too far. And then she can relax knowing she's not going to get hurt. And yeah. then the second thing I wanted to say is that how I found you was because I'm doing an event, a live online event on starting on September 23rd that's free for a week called the Sexual Vitality Summit. You can go to sexualvitalitysummit.com and sign up. It's totally free. And I've interviewed 28 of my dream team of doctors, integrative and functional doctors, as well as people who are like sexual regeneration specialists and sexologists and trauma healers. And if if you have any issues with painful sex, whether that's prolapsed organs, um, just painful sex you can't identify, pelvic pain, vaginal thinning, tearing, episiotomy scars, um, lack of clitoral sensation, polycystic ovary syndrome, endometriosis. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of things that happen to women. Chronic cystitis or vaginitis or UTIs. We have solutions to every single one of those problems, as well as for male-bodied men, everything in the prostate-penis connection, whether that's uh, premature ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, difficulty getting hard, difficulty staying hard, um, prostate issues, you know, urination issues, retrograde ejaculations. I mean, we go through everything, including 
emotional issues, sexual trauma issues, mm-hmm. as well as lack of libido, hormone balancing. We do we talk about everything in a natural and holistic way of using your body's own healing powers to reverse and work around any types of pain. And the thing that happens with most people is they hit a window, they hit like a wall where they've got pain and then they just stop having sex and they don't talk about it and they don't know their solutions. And so this is the place to get the answers to what you can do to solve anything sexually, avoiding STIs and dealing with herpes and all kinds of incredible information. So it's my honor if you'll join me for the Sexual Vitality Summit the week of 923. Absolutely. Um, so guys, go over and you sign up again, register for your place for free, no cost, and you get a ton of information, ton of ways to make your sex life that much better. We are a couple minutes from break. And what occurs to me is to remind people that sexual avoidance is not the way to deal with these things. And there is not an age limit on good sex. You know, the myth that we just sort of run down and we don't need it anymore and we don't want it anymore, it is a myth. You can go on and on until the last days having really good, really wonderful, really connected and mindful sex. Die fucking is what I like. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's my plan. (laughs) That's absolutely my plan. And there are lots of people that follow me that are in their 80s and 90s that are having really great sex and your sex gets better your whole life. And there's always more to learn. It's the gift that never stops giving. Absolutely. I completely agree. So we'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors and we'll pick it up where we left off. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you ready to live to 100? Join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex. This week it is F is for fucking and I'm with the incredible Susan Bratton and we are talking about everything to do with fucking. And while we were on the break, we were chatting about the fact that all pussies are pretty. And penises. And penises. And I get really sad when I read about how focused younger people are 
as to how they look while they're having sex and whether their parts are beautiful or not beautiful and what their partner's going to think of their parts and people are having surgeries and things. And really, when you're having sex and when you're fucking, you should be fucking. You should be focused on the pleasure. You should be focused on the connection between you and your partner and not worried about what you look like. Yeah, I would say that every vulva and every penis is different and they're all beautiful in their own right, just like every person's face is beautiful. And when you look at people and you look at the wide variety of how we, you know, what our embodied experience is, and then you bring love into your heart and you look at them and you think, God, they're beautiful to me. They're beautiful people. So that's how vulvas and penises are too. They really are all extraordinary creations. That's one thing. And, and the second thing that I would say is that most people love to look at penises and vulvas. And the more of them that you see, the more you fall in love with them. So if you're not regularly squatting down in a mirror or gazing down and looking at your package, if you will, your genitals, then do that more because you'll start to see how beautiful it is. Look at it before and after sex. Look at how much blood flow comes in and how it puffs up and how it opens like a flower or how the penis is just such a magnificent apparatus that it can go from, you know, practically not even showing to this incredible proboscis that is just so miraculous. I mean, we really have to get into our gratitude about how lucky we are to have the genitals that we have and to take good care of them. And um, when, especially for men have a lot of shame around penis size because they watch porn and they see giant schlongs. Women think that they need to have some tiny tight little uh, yoni, but in reality, most women have fairly nice, large labia, and they think there's something wrong with that. And in actual fact, that's what grips the penis really nicely and creates a beautiful slide on his member. And it's so full of erectile tissue that all those parts, the clitoral structure, the perineal sponge, the urethral sponge, the labia majora, minora, the hood, the mons, the sweet cheeks, the forchette. I mean, there's just your genital anatomy is created for for you and it's not just the clitoris you have erectile tissue all over your vulva absolutely and so being able to play with that tissue and really get that all turned on and using healthy lube being able oh, to God, get yeah. organic coconut oil or organic avocado oil or grapeseed oil or jojoba oil or a nut oil sweet almond oil and that's the lube that works great as long as you don't use latex condoms which most people are allergic to so polypropylene polyethylene that works perfectly well with the oil lubricants um, they're great to put over your sex toys. And then I always say, if you wouldn't put it in your mouth, you shouldn't put it in your yoni or put it on your penis and then stick it in the yoni. You should definitely be watching what kind of chemicals you're putting in your body because chemicals are endocrine disruptors that stop your hormones from producing and lower your libido. So you got to be really careful with that stuff. And there's a lot, I mean, there are quite a few natural loops out there in any event. There's some, um, um, some homeopathic ones as well. So it, just read ingredients. If you don't want to use straight oil or if you've got sex toys where it said, please don't use oil, just read the ingredients so you know what you're, what you're putting in. And remember, there's no such thing as too much lube. Ever. Right. Just reapply, reapply, Ever. reapply. Ever. And, and you know, it shouldn't – don't worry about it interrupting the action. It's just, no. you know, just do it because – got to ask for it. Yeah, there's nothing worse than running out of juice. And sometimes people think that that means that you're not turned on. Got nothing to do with it. Our bodies have varying amounts of liquid. If you don't have, if, if you're slightly dehydrated, for example, then you won't make a lot of vaginal fluid. You also won't make a lot of saliva. You don't have the liquid in order to do it. So don't make assumptions, just grab the lube. Always the thing to do. And of course, both of us go for our water immediately. <laughs> While um, you were saying that, I chugged a glass of water. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to talk more about, I want to talk more about the actual act of penis and vagina sex. Absolutely. Generally have a conversation with you in our remaining time about fucking. 
Um, a couple of things that I've noticed is, and this really goes to exactly what you were just saying about being lubricated, that how wet you are has absolutely no connection to your level of arousal. Number one, it's much more that we women are very cyclical and we ebb and flow with the moon even mm-hmm. after menopause. And so our bodies always need something different every single time we have sex, where men, because they're testosterone dominant, they are they run a daily cycle where they get wood in the morning and they've got their testosterone higher in the morning and things like that, but they don't have the ebbs and flows that we do. So generally, penis and vagina sex feels pretty good to them all the time and they could do it almost exactly the same way every time and be super happy because they get off every single time. Where for women, that orgasm gap is that maybe half the women come sometimes from penetration. And as I mentioned earlier, women are... Um, it's a learned skill, penetration orgasm. I mean, some women are lucky and they can come right away from penis and vagina sex, but it's a very, very, very tiny, tiny minority. And so you just have to learn how to do it. And on my YouTube channel, which is at betterlover.com, I have a playlist of videos that explain exactly how to have orgasms from intercourse penetration orgasms without even any clitoral stimulation. You actually don't even need to touch the clit because the clit's draped over the vaginal opening and your G-spot is up in the top of the cave and your perineal sponge is at the bottom of the cage. So your cave, so your your vagina is wrapped in erectile tissue and the clit's getting pulled from the motion. So you can have you can touch your clit all you want, put vibrators on it all you want, but you don't need that to come. Um, You can learn how to come from just penetration. And I think that's nice when you don't necessarily have to get something in there, when you can have your bodies completely close together and you're just coming from the stroking of the orgasm. And then you can get into an orgasmic state where you can basically ride the wave of orgasm and stay in that orgasm the whole time you're fucking. You can just be coming the whole time you're fucking. Like that moment of climax gets stretched out like taffy, like a time warp. That's totally possible and learnable by any vulva owner. You can do this. You just haven't done it yet. So know that that's possible and that it's not some people are lucky or you found the perfect partner or what have you. It's just, you just have to learn it. You have to find your way together. And then we talked a lot about the strokes, but because women are cyclical, they need different types of strokes every time they make love. Sometimes she's really already turned on and she wants a banging. And those outer labia, the vestibular bulbs that are underneath that are part of the clitoral structure, the punching bags that hang down from the clit, those are right under the outer labia where your fur is on each side of the opening Mm -hmm. to your vagina. And that is puffy tissue that likes pressure. It's very similar to the G spot, which is not a spot. It's an area on the upside of uh, the top of your vaginal cave. That's that tissue loves kneading and pressure. So what it likes when it's already engorged, when it's filled up with blood, is that almost that pressure from the intercourse where he's hitting against her, not too hard, but just right. So she needs to tell him, hey, a little harder, a little softer, or sometimes he's off to the left and hitting the left side too hard or the right side too hard. You know, guys can't quite always tell exactly where they are in space or even if your partner has a strap on. You've got to tell them, you've got to guide them down toward the back, up toward the top. And then another thing that I think is really important are the hip drops, whether you're a you know female-bodied or male-bodied person doing the fucking, if you're doing the fucking, essentially, you want to rock your hips so that you're going down into the vaginal canal and pulling back across the top, almost like you'd be getting fucked by Elvis or you know how <laughs> dogs fuck where they you know kind of like rock their, their well, hips. I- <laughs> We, I I always find that amusing because um, I learned how to fuck with a strap on from my husband because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to talk about that when we come back from break because we're only a few minutes to break. And I do want to talk about my favorite wand vibrator. You know, you were talking about how luxurious 
um, the Fun Factory ones were from um, Germany. Well, yeah. there's one that's made in the UK. This is the Oan. People have heard me rent, mention this before. It's ergonomic. It's so it's got a bend, and the handle makes it balance perfectly. Um, you can find it at Mr. and Mrs. Toy.com. This is super powerful and completely waterproof and cordless. It's got four speeds and seven programs. I think it's incredible, and I think it beats the magic wand by a mile. If you want a 10% discount, if you do head over to MrAndMrsToy.com, put in Dr. Lori 10. But you should check this out. It's beautiful, and it's intense, and it's a great wand vibrators are good for a specific thing. Um, and they're also really great if you're actually needing some knots taken out of your shoulders um, and various bits of your back. It works really well, and they've got a patent for... Um, the actual personal massager side. So check it out. And we'll be back in a couple of minutes after some words from our sponsors. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Over 20 million people in America struggle with substance use. This impacts both the people who are using and loved ones who are trying to help. Still, there is hope. Tune in to the Beyond Addiction Show with host Josh Keen. You'll hear from experts and get the real information you need to understand and assist in change. Change can be hard. It doesn't have to be confusing. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Perspectives with Dr. Badisha Patel is a program that explores emotional management for a healthier lifestyle. On each program, we discuss ideas that support emotional well-being, such as mental illness, relationships, parenting, and family connections, and much more. If you are facing challenges in your life, you can grow and learn by exploring new techniques in dealing with stress, anxiety, and relationships. Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel airs live Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This program contains explicit content and subject matter which may be unsuitable for some listeners. Discretion is advised. This is the A to Z of sex featuring Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. We know you have questions. We welcome you to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Feeling a bit shy? It's okay. Dr. Lori Beth loves to read your emails too. Send them to Lori Beth at drlorybethbisbee.com. Now, more of the A to Z of sex. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And this is F is for fucking. And I'm with the amazing and wonderful Susan Bratton. And we've been talking about fucking in, in oh so many ways. Um, this is our final segment, and just before the break, I mentioned that I learned how to fuck from my husband, and this is true. I actually, there's an article um, I wrote on it. I believe it's on your tango. It's called That Time My Husband Taught Me How to Fuck, right? Um, and um, I had a date with a girl who wanted me to fuck her, and I had never done it before. So we went out, and I got a strap on, and... Um, I color matched, so it was quite funny because I've got a, a little stomach. So when I looked down, I couldn't actually see the because it was a sports strap. I couldn't actually see the strap. All I could see was the artificial penis, which looked like it was mine, which was the strangest sensation. But I didn't know how to move. And I'm he fucks really well, and I knew that that was crucial. And so we he gave me lessons. And as you were saying before the break, it is all in those hips. Yeah. It's that movement of the hips. Um, and apparently I learned well because she had a brilliant time. So what did he teach you? He taught me to rock and move mm-hmm. the hips as though, I mean, he said, like you're dancing. Yeah. Like if you were dancing, that's what you want to do. So you're going down and then up and down. So it, he got me into that motion and he actually stood behind me and rocked my hips 
with me until I got the motion down. Um, yeah. One of the things that I recommend is, so men tend to have very tight groin areas, which also exacerbates premature ejaculation. So the looser and more relaxed your pelvic bowl is as a man, the more stamina you can get. And to get an idea of what we're talking about, no matter whether, no matter where you are on the gender spectrum, get down on the floor on your hands and knees. When you get down on your hands and your knees, then uh, arch your back and stick your butt up in the air. And then do the alternate, which is, first of all, drop your back so it's right. low like a saddle and stick your butt up in the air. And then arch your back, lift your back up and tuck your hips down, yeah. to drop your butt down. Go back and forth a couple times like that, up and then down. So it's like down and up, down and up. And when you do that, you'll feel the pelvic tilt we're talking about. Then stand up and try to do that. Then while you're masturbating, practice doing that. Because what you want to what you want to do is you want to learn how to do something in situ, which means yes. during the moment of the situation. So you can't just start pelvic rocking from me telling you about it. You want to practice it while you're stroking your penis. And that will really help you learn how to have that pelvic rock during intercourse. That'll really go a long way toward both stamina and her pleasure. Absolutely. And, and that loosening up of the whole area is a big deal. And so women should practice this as well because yeah. we tend to tense. We forget that, you know, you know as orgasm approaches, women tense. Um, mm -hmm. So do men. And actually what you want to be doing is relaxing. So the more that you can practice relaxing your body so that you have a chance of not completely tensing up, the better. The yeah, breathing the into oh, your yes. yoni. Breathe. <sighs> right into those genitals. That'll relax everything too. And people do forget to breathe. No lie. Lots of people will recognize, <gasps> right? Yeah. They hold their breath um, and that will stop the action. Also try and open, both during cunnilingus and during intercourse. A lot of women squeeze down, bear down to have an orgasm. But instead, if you open and kind of almost push out, you're, you're, you want to think about opening your vulva up. So you breathe in and you open and relax. That will actually draw him in more at, or her and allow you to let the orgasms bubble out of you. It'll make it easier for you to come during intercourse. So what do we think are the most important tips we can give for really amazing fucking? Encouragement. Mm. Freestyling. Experimentation. Mm -hmm. um, gratitude. Mindful. Yep. Mindfulness and presence. Yeah. Lube. Lube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take your time. Fun. Take yeah. your time. Laugh. Open, mm. breathe, smile, enjoy, smile. enjoy, enjoy, connect, look in each other's eyes, be willing to stop and take a break and start over. Yep. All those things. Not do it if it doesn't feel good. If you're fucking and you're like, oh, this isn't doing anything for me. Don't keep doing it. I always say your yoni gets a chip on its shoulder. Every time you have sex, she gets her nose out of joint, her jaw out of joint. She's like, I didn't really like that. That wasn't really good. Why did we do that? That's going to make you want sex less and less. What you want to do is make sure your yoni's always happy. Honor the puss. Always. Definitely. Um, if you're not enjoying it, stop. Figure out why. You know, it may be that you, you just need to change position. It may be that you need different stimulation. It may be that right now, today, at that moment, this isn't the thing to do. Yeah. Um, I know we mentioned men and testosterone before, but I like to mention women and testosterone as well. And mm -hmm. we forget that the ovaries uh, put out testosterone till long after menopause, long, long after menopause. So if for any reason you have had your ovaries removed, testosterone is very useful and I will attest to that because testosterone is what helps us with libido and testosterone definitely uh, helps us with energy. And when you no longer have the natural means of putting it out, adding a little back in will really change your life. 
So, you know, pay attention to these things, pay attention to your body and, and yeah, listen to your pussy. If she doesn't want to do it, don't force it. Yeah. Just give puss what she wants in all moments and she'll be happy. She knows what she wants. You just have to ask her and honor that. And don't expect that your pussy needs to do something for your partner. Your pussy, your partner should be wanting to give your pussy what she needs. That's the winning combo and vice versa, giving him what he needs. Of course, you, you want to make sure both partners are happy at all times, but you should never ask, uh, no partner should ever ask the other to do something that isn't bringing them pleasure in the moment. Just take a break and stop and try something else. Yeah. And I mean, people often, I think, rush fucking Definitely. You know, even even when they've they've had a nice long time before fucking, you know, fucking doesn't always have to end in orgasm. You can just fuck for the joy of it. Um, fucking doesn't necessarily have to be the main event. But when you're doing it, take your time. That doesn't mean don't do it rough and hard if that's what you like. You can still take your time. You can still spread it out instead of, you know, three minutes and you're done, which is unfortunately terribly common so we are a couple of minutes from close is there anything that you want to tell the listeners about that's upcoming for you besides this the um summit that you're doing well i think sexual vitality summit is the most important thing because it's time sensitive yeah so sexualvitalitysummit.com you can follow me on Instagram at Susan Bratton, S-U-S-A-N-B-R-A-T-T-O-N as a Nancy, like the brat that weighs a ton, Susan <laughs> Bratton. Um, and then my Better Lover YouTube channel at betterlover.com. I have, I got everything up there, like anything you can think of, um, except for kink. I don't do a lot of kink kind of stuff. I do dirty talk, fantasy, fucking, oral, stamina, premature ejaculation, ED, vaginal restoration, you know, like I do a ton of things. Um, and, and mostly what I do is heteromonogamous. I'm really big on the, how do you keep your, your marriage sex super hot? That's my like sweet spot for sure. So betterlover.com is really good. And then Thrust in Time, the ebook with the Taoist thrusting and how to do it and all kinds of additional great fucking techniques. That's free at Thrust in Time. So that's plenty of info to get you started if you're interested in having any of those things in your universe. I hope you are. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, so thanks, guys, again for listening. Um, and you know that you can write into me at Beth at drlauribethbisbee.com. You can write in with suggestions for the show or any questions, and we will answer the questions on the air. And um, most weeks you can phone in live, and I will answer questions live if that's what you'd like to do. Join me next week when the letter will be G, and I hope you have a wonderful, hot, and healthy week with lots of fun. And I'll see you all soon. And by the way, in case you didn't know the Instagram, it's at Dr. Bisbee. Look for those pictures on the 15th and 16th. I'll see you all next week. <laughs>